Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, hello. I hope you are having an amazing week so far whenever you are listening to this. It is officially cancer season. Let's just take a nice deep breath in. Ah, It feels so good to be out of Gemini season. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for, you know, the lovely energy that Gemini brings. One of my best friends is a Gemini. So, you know, and my mom's a Gemini. So, you know, there's things to love about Gemini energy. It was such a good time for writing and creativity and communication and collaboration But oh my god, energetically, I was just so ready to move into cancer season and feel the energetic flow of watery cancer season. I find the end of June and honestly for the rest of the summer, I find Leo energy very, very soothing and it acclimates well to my energy. So I am just, I'm here for the gentleness that we will have over these next four weeks in cancer season and then spark a little bit of life with some Leo season energy at the end of the summer, which also... The fact that it's almost July, that's fucked, you know, like that, the year is flying by and I have such an appreciation for summer this year. I feel like last summer I just was so uncomfortable and was just, it was so hot and it's so fucking hot this year, but for some reason I'm really vibing with summer this year and I would really like for it to stay long term so i'm really hoping that maybe we have summer all the way up until like mid-october again we had like summer weather at the beginning of november um in 2022 so i'm kind of hoping that which is extremely abnormal for us by the way i live in canada usually by november it's like fall if not there's like a bit of snow on the ground um i'm really hoping that you know this I'm really trying to live in the moment because I'm really enjoying this summer weather and the summer nights and the summer vibes and the pools and the tan lines and it's just been a good time. I am also very excited to be talking about spontaneous awakenings today in this episode. This was a listener requested episode and I honestly had never thought of doing an episode on this so I am super 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 appreciative to the individual I was emailing with who brought this up in conversation we were having a really nice chat about their experience and um yeah I'm I'm, I really love when you guys reach out to me via email and you share your stories with me and you you know, request episodes and you just like to share details of your life with me. So if ever you feel like you want to send an update or you want to talk about something or you want something to be mentioned on the podcast, like a topic you want me to deep dive on the podcast, feel free to send me an email at customerservice at madsmess.com. I will leave it in the show notes below. I would really love to hear from you. I really love connecting with you guys and just getting to hear about your life, how you know, how things are going, how the podcast is maybe helping you through these things and also anything that you want me to talk about so that you have the resources, the support and the insights that you are looking for. So let's dive into spontaneous awakenings. This is actually something I did a little, little, little bit of research on because it's not something that I'm completely familiar with in the sense that I have never gone through it. I know what they are. I understand what they are, but I have never personally experienced a spontaneous awakening. 
So we're also going to dive into like what awakenings are a little bit. We've talked about that at the very beginning of the podcast though, like what is the great awakening? Um, what is the new earth? So I really recommend going back to that episode for like a more foundational type of, I guess, education on awakenings. Um, but I do want to talk about what Kundalini versus spiritual awakenings are, what spontaneous awakenings are, and how they differ from awakening catalysts, which I think is an important distinction to make. So first and foremost, a spiritual awakening is relating to the conscious awareness of an individual moving from the third dimension to the fifth dimension. So from the solar plexus to the throat chakra. And this basically involves the embodiment of the most core authentic self of the human being in its highest human expression, we would say. There's a deeper connection with intuition. There is a deeper connection with the higher self and what it means to be the higher self. And there's usually in this sphere of life, this path that the individual will take that will be somewhat atypical, whether that's in their personal life, their interpersonal relationships, their professional life, they're going to take an atypical path in some way. And we can see this with like YouTubers and um, musicians and artists and anyone who is just doing something that is outside of the cultural or social norm. So it's all about this experience of becoming your true self and living authentically and living differently than maybe what is expected of you. The difference between that and a kundalini awakening is that a kundalini awakening brings you from your third dimensional self, your ego self, so the solar plexus, to the crown chakra. And the crown chakra is the seventh dimension. So you're going from the stomach to the top of the head, as where with a spiritual awakening, you're going from the stomach to the throat. Both of which I need to preface this all the time. They're, they're not better than the other. They're just different. A kundalini awakening involves a spiritual awakening. You have to go from third to fifth and then from fifth to seventh. You don't get to skip any steps. They're just like, they're just basically varying levels of the expansion of consciousness. And it's really important to make sure that you understand that there is no better, there is no superiority when it comes to spirituality and awakening or just like the way someone lives life versus the way another person lives life, right? So a kundalini awakening is when the energy of your soul or your consciousness uncoils from the root of the spine and moves all the way up the spine up to the crown chakra. And this involves a lot of physical and psychic experiences as where a spiritual awakening might involve like synchronicities and like understanding um, signs from the universe and like angel numbers more the kundalini awakening is going to be like literally receiving like psychic dreams, psychic downloads, um, mediumship channeling, connecting with guides, connecting with passed on loved ones. Um, and again, this is all to varying degrees. I don't want to get too, too, too much into like the variations here because it's not entirely what the topic is about today. Um, however, kundalini is going to be tapping into your very intuitive gifts where a spiritual awakening is not necessarily going to be tapping into intuitive gifts or so much into your intuition as it's more an expression of the authentic self. The kundalini awakening is obviously the authentic expression of the self plus the additional tapping into those very innate spiritual abilities such as mediumship and channeling and psychic experiences and things like that. If you're sitting here and you're like, well, which one, how do I know which one I am? Don't worry about it. It's really not a big deal. Um, just be the best version of yourself and seek the type of spiritual connection that you are seeking. Get to know your higher self and your intuition if that's something that you feel called to. But like, don't stress about this. Like, it's really just live your life. Be the best version of you. Do what makes you happy. Connect 
in spirituality in ways that makes you happy there's like there's no there's no right or wrong way to 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 go about this okay so a spontaneous awakening is different than an awakening catalyst so an awakening catalyst is going to be an experience where you go through it on a human level and it causes this big aha moment of oh my god i need to change my life around a spontaneous awakening is going to be a singular event. And what I mean by a singular event is it's going to be one moment, one single moment in time that zooms you out completely. And when you come back from it, it's going to completely change the way you go about reality. So it's one moment. So let's imagine you are sitting here listening to this podcast and all of a sudden you feel yourself move out of your body and you all of a sudden are viewing life from outside the galaxy. It's like seeing the, a video of reality from outside the galaxy and you feel this complete sense of oneness with the universe, with source, with the divine. And then all of a sudden you're back in your body and you're like, what the fuck just happened? And then from that moment on, you feel like you cannot live life the same way. Like so many things just start to click and make sense for you, changes you need to make. That is a spontaneous awakening. These are extremely rare. I was doing a little bit of research and they are so rare that even the research on spiritual and kundalini awakenings has very little research on it, has very little findings on it, but more and more people who have had spontaneous awakenings are talking about it. And I would really encourage you to YouTube it. If this is something that you feel you have gone through, it is literally like, it is a moment where you will zoom out completely. Like you basically leave your body, enter your soul self, and then come back. And it will feel like, all time has passed, but also no time has passed. Whenever this happens, it's going to, time is going to feel very weird. Space is going to feel very weird. Being back in your body is going to be like, what the fuck just happened to me? And it will never happen again. It's going to be one moment that zooms you out so that you can feel that complete sense of oneness, God, the universe, consciousness, however you want to refer to that divine intelligence. And then from there, um, it's kind of like a really big wake-up call. It's kind of like a spiritual... No, that's a really bad example. I was going to say it's kind of like a spiritual car accident, but like that's that's like really that's like a really bad example. Um, let's do something else. It's like... It's like... Okay, that's better. Um, it's like, you know, the, the, the staples button? That was easy. It's kind of like hitting the that was easy button. Not the easy part, but it's kind of just like hitting the button being like, boom, it's done. As where awakening catalysts are quite different. They are prolonged experiences that once you learn the lessons and you come out of them or you navigate the learning of the lessons and the emotions of the lessons, you end up living life differently and you slowly make different changes over time to align yourself with that higher version, um, more authentic, true you. And so there are four types of or I guess five types of awakening catalysts. I forgot to include the most obvious one, which is funny because it's the one that I've been through. So that's funny. Let me just put that in my notes here before I forget so we can kind of talk about it. I have a deep dive on that topic anyway. So let's start off with the first one that I noted, which is karmic relationships. Karmic relationships are relationships that are going to cause you trauma, that are going to cause you pain, with the partner that you are in the karmic relationship with. I shouldn't just say partner though, because karmic relationships can also be with parents, with friends, with colleagues, with bosses. Um, it can be with whomever you have prolonged and 
consistent contact with that causes you pain, hurt, and trauma. Oftentimes, people will mistake these karmic relationships, come out of them, have an awakening and say, that was my twin flame. And I have talked about this extensively on this podcast. So if you're really confused about the karmic versus the twin flame thing, I literally deep dive this for an hour and a half. I believe it's episode 44. So I would really encourage you to go and listen to that if you're confused about the the differentiating factors here. In the most simple way that I can put it, the karmic causes trauma, the twin flame doesn't. And if you're like, well, my twin flame caused me trauma, they're not your twin, they're a karmic. It's literally quantum physics, like by energetic law, your own soul, which is a twin flame, cannot cause you trauma. It literally, it's like, it is literally not possible within the laws of quantum physics. Like the way that the energetic mechanics of the soul works, it literally will not cause itself harm. It cannot and will not. So karmic relationships will cause harm. They will cause a lot of toxicity, sometimes even abuse. Um, They can be really, really, they are really, really challenging, but they can be very, very traumatic as well. And oftentimes when people leave these relationships, they're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Why did I go through that? I remember leaving my karmic relationship years ago. I can't believe how long it's been. It makes me feel really old. But I remember making like these lifestyle changes afterward. I used to be very... I was really young, by the way, I was a teenager. I was quite, I was definitely the kind of person who, if you treated me a particular way, I dished it right back. Like I did not have a lot of compassion for people who treated me like shit, okay? And that's not something that I particularly enjoy, but I also do understand about my life journey. I was also going through a lot at that point you know, throughout those years of my life, throughout the first fucking 18 years of my life, let's be real. And so it was kind of like if someone treated me like shit when it was unwarranted, like when I didn't do anything, because I was never intentionally treating people like shit, I would just dish it back. It was like, you you get what you give. That was very much my mentality. And then while I was in my karmic relationship that was very abusive, I literally became a shell of myself. And I remember not having the capacity to like pretend to be happy, to pretend to be full of life. Like I was, I I literally was like withering away and it kind of changed my perspective in the sense of you literally never know what anyone is going through. I was in this abusive relationship and no one knew that I was in an abusive relationship. People knew that it was toxic, but they didn't know that it was abusive. And I feel like there's like kind of like some obvious differentiators when it comes to the two um you know you can google it but so no one knew and I was I was really good at hiding it and when I got out of the relationship and told people what I had actually been through and what I was experiencing it kind of just gave me this sense of compassion and this objectivity in a way where you never know what someone is going through. Like you might be the only person who smiles at that person all day, all week, all month for all you know. The person who's being really short with you at the checkout, you know, the cashier who's being really short with you at checkout at your grocery store, you have no idea where they come from or what they go home to. And it really just called me to change the way that I treat others regardless of how they are treating me 
without taking abuse and disrespect um, because that was one thing I had also had to learn um, you know as I left the relationship is like I don't need to tolerate that but I can have compassion for you know the drive-through person who's like not being all happy and smiley because I have no idea what they're going through and that was something that changed for me that is not considered like an awakening though that is just that is a higher state of awareness I didn't go through my awakening after the relationship I had actually started going through my awakening when I was 12 or 13 which was quite young um way 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 too young um so and and knowing my soul's plan it was a plan to kind of shut it off for several years and then go through my awakening later and so I didn't go through my awakening after the karmic relationship, but my perspective did change. And why I'm saying this and sharing this is because some people will take that perspective change and then call into question everything in their life. I was a little too young to kind of call into question everything in my life. I was in my like mid-teens. I was still living at home. I was still in high school. Like it was, it wasn't the time for me to have my midlife crisis and my like deep pondering of um, what I was doing in my life and where I was going. I was still just a little too young and it wasn't the time in my incarnation where I was meant to have my awakening. That came a couple years after the fact. But some people will go through this, especially if they're in adulthood and going through these karmic relationships. They're going to leave these relationships and be like, holy fuck, my whole life needs a change. I need a mindset reprogramming. I need to heal my fucking shit so I never go through this again, etc., etc." So a karmic relationship can induce a spiritual awakening. It's actually one of the most common, um, next to the, the, the second point that I'm going to share with you, it is the most common um, catalyst that I have been witnessing over these last three years. Are we three years? Yeah, we're 2023. Oh my God. Over these last three years of great awakening on the planet, most people are going through these awakenings um, based off of a karmic catalyst, which I think is... Uh, honestly, like a really beautiful way to wrap up a karmic cycle, to be to be quite frank with you. The second type of awakening catalyst is what we call a grief-induced spiritual awakening. And this can happen in many forms. It can happen in the death of a loved one, the loss of a pregnancy, the loss of a child, the loss of an animal, let me tell you, wow, um, whole there's a whole realm of possibility of what... A grief-induced spiritual awakening can look like all it has to entail is the death of a loved one and this is when the death of a loved one is meant in the soul contract that person had with you the individual who remains here in the physical that's part of your guy's soul contract and I know so many people it's actually on honestly like on on like a, a human level it's really heartbreaking because I know so many of you who have lost parents it's actually like part of me wonders if I should like find a way to connect you all because I know so many of you who have lost your fathers specifically, which I think is super interesting how many of you have lost fathers and then gone through an awakening. I also know many of you have lost your mothers. There's just been so many losses. Some of you who have lost siblings, like so many of you who I have connected with and spoken to who have had such tremendous losses. If you guys want me to start like a grief support group please let me know I am happy to like facilitate that and create a space where you guys can connect with each other because I know connecting with people who have gone through something similar to you is a really healing part of the grief journey so 
please feel feel free to email me and let me know that that is something that you guys are desiring and I will work on creating that for you. But grief-induced spiritual awakenings are these contracts you have with the soul who was incarnated and departed that you are now experiencing the, the grief of. And that whole purpose is to basically call you as the, the individual here in the physical to question the meaning of life, which in turn calls you to question how you are living your life. Are you living in alignment? Are you doing things that fulfill you? Are you wasting time? Are you not spending time with the people you love enough? Because really the, the loss of a loved one really makes you reflect on all the things that matter in life, right? It's kind of like the deathbed example that a lot of people talk about where like on your deathbed you're not going to care about you know the dishes that weren't done on that random Tuesday whenever your in-laws were coming over like you're literally not going to give a single fuck what you're going to care about is how you didn't spend enough time with your loved ones or how you didn't take that trip across the world to see you know that that one thing that you wanted to see and you never got the chance to do it or you never told that person that you loved them or you never took a chance on starting that business those are going to be the things that you care about on your deathbed and so basically what happens whenever you have a grief induced spiritual awakening is that all of those potent realizations that your loved one might have had whether you are aware of them or not that energy gets magnified and amplified and activated within you so that you question how you're living your life and it turns into you questioning okay do I love my job no do I really want to be on my deathbed knowing that I lived a life doing a job that I hate no you start making changes oh my god is this really the person that I want to be with in my life, is this my life partner? Oh my God, no, you leave the relationship. So many things will change after a grief-induced spiritual awakening. And this can happen at any age, at any time, in any um, time period. So and what I mean by time period is it can happen very, very, very quickly. So these can be very painful too because you're navigating the grief and then you're also navigating these insane life changes that you want to make. And it's kind of like being thrown into the deep end not knowing how to swim it can be a lot so it's really important that you get support not only for your grief journey but you also get support for your awakening journey because that is a lot to navigate all at once and I give you all kudos I know a handful of you who are going through slash have gone through this and I just I, I give you all all the encouragement and all the praise because it's really, really intense. Even myself, in these last couple of months, I have reached a whole new level of, of awakening. Um, and I honestly didn't think that that was not possible because there's always like new levels and new, new you know, points of awakening and awareness and expanding your consciousness like that that made sense to me but I really was not expecting the loss of mystic to shift my world and my mindset and my perspective in life as it did it's been something to navigate and maybe that's something that I'll talk about with you guys more in the future but it's 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 really interesting how how these things will affect you that you just really you have no you you can't even even comprehend it if you haven't been through it and I can just imagine what it's like whenever people lose parents um or or family members or really good friends um I mean mystic and soul is like one of my best friends so I feel like it's the same thing but we're not going to get into that because you know we're not crying on today's episode it's fine 
The other type of spirit, um, yeah, awakening catalyst is a midlife crisis. And I feel like this is when most, for, for a long time, this is when most people were having their spiritual awakenings. It was in the, in their fifties, you know, around 56, their second Saturn return when they were close to retirement or had just retired. And this was typical that we were seeing this whole like midlife crisis energy we were seeing was because the um, density on the planet, the the level of collective consciousness on the planet was not in a place where people were able to at liberty go through awakenings as early as we are now going through them, like in teen years and and early adulthood, because they had it was just it was just a different time on the planet. There were different expectations. Collective consciousness was just completely different. Um, like imagine going through the awakening that you're going through now in like the 1940s or 50s. It just really there was way too much going on the planet where like it just really wasn't possible for the 99.999 percent of people. Not to say that there weren't people going through them. There definitely were, um, but it just was. It's not the same as it is now. So now we're seeing people who are in their 20s being like, I'm going through a midlife crisis. And it's like, no, babes, you're just going through an awakening. That's it. You're just calling into question why you've incarnated here on this planet, which is which is a heavy thing. It's not just that, you know, it's 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 a really big thing. People are calling into question what they want to be doing with their lives and you know, how they want to live and how that's even possible. And they're, you know, this is also why the rates of um, depression and anxiety have have skyrocketed over the years because the souls who have incarnated in the millennial uh, and gen z generations are souls who are quite a bit more awakened than prior generations upon birth and then the generations um, alpha and beta that are going to be coming in over the next 20 and 40 years are even more awakened than um than than we are gen z and millennial because of the frequency on the planet it's allowing them to come in more awake. And so they're going to have these realizations even sooner than we are having them, which is a beautiful thing. They might not even entertain um, the conversation and the um, possibility of living a life that is not true to them. It's just going to be like, oh, I'm going to figure it out right from the get go. Kind of like when they're graduating high school, like it's going to be like immediate, if not even before that, as where for for Gen Z and depending where you're at in Gen Z when you're born um, and millennials, this has been more of like a thing happening from the 20s to mid 30s either way really incredible but these are like the midlife crisis energies that we would have seen in people um, like our grandparents and even our, our parents now who are in their 50s and onward who are having this midlife crisis of like what the fuck is life what am i doing here why am i here why did i just spend the last 20 30 years doing this with my life um, it's the same thing so that is an awakening catalyst and then the Twin flame relationship is another awakening catalyst, and that is one that um, I want to say a lot of people go through, but it's it's not true. There are very very few twin flames incarnated um, in in the physical um, on the earth at this time, more than ever before. Don't get me wrong, uh, but still, it's a very very unique incarnation experience to have, and it will immediately throw you into a kundalini awakening. It's not a spiritual awakening that twin flames go through; it's a kundalini awakening. So that is an important distinction to make as well. If you want to learn more about Twin Flames, like I said, I do a full hour and a half episode on it. I really am the kind of person that unless like like in terms of like podcast and like certain things, I really don't like to like talk about the same thing over and over and over again. I like to keep things like fun and fresh and relevant, (laughs) but 
in in short the twin flame dynamic is one soul that splits itself in two and puts itself into two different physical bodies whilst on the planet at the exact same time they will meet catalyze this awakening in themselves and then either go their separate ways or remain together and that's different for everyone in the episode about twin flames i talk about the different waves of twins how to figure out what wave you're in at the end of the day, because I get so many questions about the twin flame dynamic and the twin flame relationship, and the one thing that I just kind of want to like say in this episode, because I don't know if I say it in episode 44, is your twin is just you. It's just you in another body. Yes, it's that deep, but also it's not that deep. Like when I say it's not that deep, it's like I think you'll get to a you you will get to a point. I'm telling you because I've done this and I've been there and I never thought that this would ever be possible. If you would have told me this two years ago, I would have laughed in your face. But you really just get to a point where you're like, oh, it's just me in another body. Like it's just really so simple. It's just me in another body catalyzing me so that I awaken. And that's it. And I think there's a beauty in recognizing that there are so many other souls that you get to interact with in this incarnation and build relationships with that are going to be long term. And because at the end of the day, the relationship you have with your twin is going to end when you cross over to the other side because on the other side, there is no you and your twin. It's just you. You amalgamate back into that one soul being. And I feel like that is something that might give a lot of you a lot of peace because I know that there is a stage on the twin flame journey that just feels like do or die. It feels empty. It feels just all the things. Um, but I do just want to say that because I've been getting this conversation a lot in my DMs on Instagram, which is fine. I'm happy to have these conversations. I'm more than happy, honestly, having been through the experience. But the one thing I will say is like be, becoming so at peace with the fact that it's just you and another body has been the most liberating experience for a lot of us twins who who are in this and also the fact that these relationships are extremely rare and unique um so most people who think that they're in a twin flame dynamic are actually in a karmic dynamic which is just needing to be like outgrown and let go of and healed so there's that but twin flames will cause awakenings in each other that is what happened in my experience i literally met him and was like holy fuck I was not awakened at the time, but I was like, oh, there's something different about this one. What the fuck is going on? Um, and there was this immediate sense of like knowing that that is just me in another body and I am him in another body. And the more that I talk about it out loud, it gets, it feels weird still, um, but it just is what it is. And the intensity of that recognition that your soul is in two places at once or in two bodies in the same place at once is just enough to subconsciously create a volcano of all the shit that you have never dealt with and bring it to the surface of your consciousness so that you deal with it and then you deal with it you heal and you move on in life and you become the the best version of of yourself so that's the fourth awakening catalyst and then the final awakening catalyst is the near-death experience so many people have gone through near-death experiences it's actually being widely documented now And I love that people are talking about it. There are incredible books about it. And what's interesting is I've never read these books. I've never watched these documentaries, but I'll see like little clips on like TikTok or YouTube and I'll like click on them for like a couple of minutes and like hear what people are saying. They are the 
pretty much exact same experience that I had when I remember dying and like actually dying in past lives. So there's so much corroboration that comes through with these experience of what happens when you get to the other side and it's fucking trippy and it's fucking cool and I'm so fucking here for it. But basically what happens in these near-death experiences is that the individual who is in a coma or who dies momentarily goes to the other side understands literally the meaning of everything in their life and comes back completely changed so much so that a lot of individuals who experience near-death experiences will come back and become heavily depressed because they don't know how to integrate what they experienced on the other side into their physical reality now because life on the other side is very different from life on earth let me tell you having remembered being there on the other side before this incarnation and between all my incarnations I can tell you it's very different it's it's very nice it's very nice on the other side and so whenever you have that experience and then you come back here and life is so different and you're the only one to have this heightened spiritual knowledge and this deeper connection with the universe and yourself and what it means to be a soul and what it means to be having a human experience, it's extremely overwhelming. But most people who have NDEs, near-death experiences, will go on to go through uh, their spiritual or kundalini awakenings um, and they end up helping other people, usually like them who have gone through near-death experiences um, or just people in general, whatever they feel that their path is in this lifetime, their purpose to fulfill from that experience um, they will go on and, and guide other individuals through it. So there is the spontaneous awakening, which is a singular event. And then there are five awakening catalysts that are kind of these ongoing events and experiences, all in which these six different types of, I guess, catalysts um, will create um, cause for an awakening in, in your consciousness in this lifetime. They're very, very cool. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're going through something you're going through one of them because I don't feel I, I truly feel and if I tap into that I truly feel like everyone who stumbles on this podcast whether you're here one time or whether you are a repeating listener you keep coming back every week for more uh, which by the way either way if you're listening thank you I love that you're here it makes me so happy um, but I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that everyone who stumbles upon the Cosmic Collective podcast is going through an awakening all at varying stages all different types of awakening different types of catalysts but I truly 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 believe that um, your soul is really really waking up and I get chills when I say that and it's so wild because we have over 30,000 downloads uh, thank you again so much for that We've got 5,000 downloads a month, which is just, that just, that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. That's wild to me. That is wild to me. I had a listener DMing me the other day. She was listening to an episode quite a ways back. I think it was the episode about the ego. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad that you're loving the episode. And I shared it. And then I had checked the stats and the analytics of the podcast. And I had shared on my Instagram stories how it's just insane that we have 30,000 downloads and more now. Like it's like at 30 point something now, which is again, just marvelous. And she replied back, that same person replied back to the story. And she was like, wow, in the episode I was just listening to earlier, you were at like 300 downloads um, every month or something like that or every week. And uh, now it's now look how many people you're reaching. And that was like so nice, like to, to see and just like be kind of called into a moment of reflection and being able to be shown how far 
I have come and how far we've come and how much we've grown in this community. So thank you for being here. In all honesty, I know I say it rather frequently, but I would rather say it too much than not enough. I love that you're here. I love that we are on this planet together, navigating the expansion and the beauty that is self-actualization and getting to know yourself and breaking out of soul amnesia. I feel so privileged and honored to be a guide and to be, you know, part of a part of your experience with you on your car rides while you're at work, when you're at home, wherever you you are when you're listening to me. Um, you know, you guys this podcast is doing well because you guys want to hear the things that I'm talking about. And of course, I'm talking about the things that I'm talking about because that's where I'm being divinely led. But it is always so heartwarming to me to receive your messages about how much this podcast changes your life. And I genuinely just like, it's it's fulfilling it. Honestly, it's like fulfilling a childhood dream of mine because I remember being like six, seven years old and having all of these insane questions and just wanting to talk to someone about them and wanting to get the answers and then obviously I went through my awakening and I got all the answers that I had Um, obviously I always have more questions that want more answers because the questions never stop we will never know it all Um, there are always more questions to be answered but you know those initial questions that I had in childhood I got answered and then I just wanted to have conversation about it and this is how this podcast was birthed and I really love that it's so interactive where I get to hear from you guys, your life updates. I get to give you advice in my DMs and in emails and I get topic requests from you guys. Like I really just, I love, I love the Cosmic Collective. I love it so much and you're a part of that. So thank you for being here. And I feel like that is a good way to conclude this episode. If you are looking to work with me, you are wanting more of my mentorship, you're wanting to learn more about awakenings and how to tap into your most authentic self and you want to be your most authentic self and live your truth and embody your highest self, then I really would encourage you to check out my course, A Happy Human. It launches on July 3rd and if you enroll by July 3rd, 11.59 p.m. Eastern. You also get my four-week manifestation course, Starlight, completely free. There is group coaching every month along with the nine weeks of module content in hypnotherapy in A Happy Human. And A Happy Human is designed to help you become the happiest, healthiest, dreamiest version of you. And I'm offering podcast listeners an exclusive discount for 10% off. So you can use code COSMIC at checkout. Someone had, thank you by the way, to this person for DMing me saying that the code was not working when you went to check out. It is working now. I have double checked and triple checked it. It is active on all of the options for payment. Um, so you can use it on the payment in full. You can use it on the monthly payment plans. And yeah, I am just so excited to have over a dozen of you enrolled in a happy human and to get started and have that first group coaching session next month. It has been an absolute dream already. And I haven't even, we haven't even started the course together. So I'm really, really excited. So go ahead and check that out. It will absolutely support you in your awakening, whether you're going through a Kundalini or a spiritual awakening. And I feel like the group coaching will be a really great way for you to connect with like-minded people and build community. Uh, in a very real and um, intimate kind of way. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for navigating the earth journey and doing the best you can to be the best human that you can be. 
I love, love, love being here with you and I hope that you have an incredible week. Go be your divine self this week. You got this. I love ya. Thank you.